0: Welcome back to another edition of Inside the Box. This episode is a little different and special as Mike and I made the trip to Lakeville to go to Dino's Pizzeria. And if you don't know, Housatonic co-op coach Dean Diamond owns the New York-style pizzeria. Mike and I had a couple of slices and sat down with the coach to talk about how a kid from Brooklyn, never skated until he was in his 30s, ended up a high school hockey coach and owner of a New York-style pizzeria just want to give a quick shout out to the chicken bacon ranch slice it was bomb and more importantly the cheese slice tasted like i was grabbing some pizza from home we're going to toss it to the interview with coach diamond enjoy and we'll see you guys next week on inside the box we are now joined by housatonic northwestern womogo torrington head coach longtime head coach dean diamond coach thank you so much for joining us and having us we are at dino's Pizzeria in Lakeville, Lakeville, Connecticut. In, Lakeville, Connecticut. in the northwest um, corner. In the northwest corner, all the way up here. We were going to do this last year, right. and then I got sick, right. so we didn't make it. But now we're here, Brooklyn-style pizza. Coach, how you been? Long time, man. Excuse me? It's been
1: a long time. It's been a very long time. Yes. You haven't fired me yet, so I'm still going.
0: <laughs> but, I mean, you know, I was up here for two, three years covering you guys exclusively. I know you and Mike have gone back. You know, years is the first time you guys are meeting. I How is so. that? Mostly we, by the we, phone or by email or yep. texting. <laughs> for a long time. But, yeah. yeah, I mean, first of all, uh, you know, what's 17 years? Uh, you know, you're, you've had multiple sons come through this program. Three and, boys. Um, you know, your last one was Jason, graduated a couple of years ago. Now he's playing in college. Was it, you know, how was that getting to coach them? And and now, I guess, what's the difference where you don't have any sons who are playing?
1: It was a lot of fun. Coaching them through youth hockey was like the learning curve. You sit there, you coach them a little bit. At first, you're hard on them. You expect a lot out of them. Then you learn to realize that they have to have fun just as much as everybody else, and you have to treat them as the other kids on the team. So what I did was, with them growing up, I would have the other coaches get on them if they needed to, and I would go after the other coaches' kids, and we Talked about <laughs> staying away from our own children, you know, so they wouldn't hate us in the car rides home and stuff like that, and we could still enjoy the game and enjoy them. So, it was a whole learning, cur- learning curve through uh, youth hockey going up, and then I got them all in, in high school one at a time, and that was a lot of fun, and I did the same thing. I kind of treated them like everybody else. If I, I wouldn't say anything to them that I wouldn't say to another child. So... We no. kept our relationship intact. <laughs> you
0: know, hockey up here, it, it, it seems a little different. You know, you got obviously the teams on the FCAC, the SWC, the SCC. Hockey up here is just a little different. There's not a lot of teams. The rinks are pretty spread out. I. What is the biggest, I think, challenge of coaching up here? The, the
1: challenge is, like, in the youth hockey programs, you do well. You get a lot of the kids. But as they get to the high school level, the prep schools take a lot of the good players. You know, a lot of the kids that are growing up and playing are – children of teachers at the prep schools so they get to go to the prep schools right away at a a grammar school and we lose a lot of players to that you know so that kind of hurts us where we have a big pool coming up we lose most of them and you get the few that stick around and you know
0: they're spread out yeah i mean and even, I mean, you have a co-op of – the co-op's changed over the years. You know, you guys didn't have Torrington when I covered you guys. Nope. We, you guys, we, right. You we guys added, might have had another one.
1: <laughs> we had a Torrington two years ago. We had gotten a call that a couple of players wanted to play with us. So they pushed for the co-op, and then they decided last year not to play. Hmm. And then this year they decided again not to play. So we really haven't gotten any players from Torrington yet.
0: But how was how that coaching a co-op team where you got – three or four different schools that are trying to get to practice and you're trying to schedule with four different athle- uh, athletic directors and, and all that fun stuff that comes with it.
1: It is. We kind of make accommodations to them. Like, we realize with the traveling it's difficult. So, like, tonight we have the bus going down to Danbury. We'll, we'll pick up some of the kids at Hoosie. We'll stop halfway on Route 7, pick up a couple other kids, and at another stop pick up the rest of the kids. <laughs> you know, then I'll, I'm very lenient with la- allowing the parents to take the kids home because it's senseless for them to come back to Hooters and then drive an hour home late at night. So a lot of times, coming home on the bus is just myself, the assistant coach, managers, and a couple of players. It's a pretty quiet bus ride home, which isn't bad. So I'm not complaining about that. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, so you're from Brooklyn. Born and raised in Brooklyn, New York.
0: Where? Where? What? What? Um, like I'm from Bensonhurst. Originally. Okay, I
1: went to Sheeps Bay. Oh, okay. Right next door to Bensonhurst. I actually yeah. went to high school in Bay Ridge, Severian.
0: You went to, my cousin went to Severian. My whole family went to St. Francis Prep. Okay. Um, my mom went to John Dewey. My grandma still lives in Bay Ridge. And my other grandma yeah. lives in Bensonhurst. So
1: I actually went to school with Chris Mullen.
0: Oh, my he dad refed against him when he was a kid. Him, he, he double teed him when he was younger. Not even when he was in high school. My dad double teed him up and threw him out of the game. <laughs> I could see that. Yeah, he it was Super Bowl Sunday, and Chris was really good back then. Obviously, Chris was great growing and up. He, as a kid. Uh, yeah he was talking a lot of smack, and him and his ref partner Vinny were like, "We got to get out of here." Double teed him up, tossed him. <laughs> You know, they, uh, they were playing with the whistles in their pockets. <laughs> oh, there you go. That's funny. <laughs> How'd you wind up up here? Uh,
1: we moved up. My wife and I, before we got married, her parents uh, were looking to relocate from Queens, and they went up to Red Hook, New York, and so we decided to move up, too. So my first here petri- was actually in Tivoli, New York, and I had mm-hmm. one in Rhinebeck, and then I found Millerton, New York, and opened a place there, so I had three places going, huh. and it was right on the border of Lakeville, <laughs> and we kind of liked this area better. Mm. So we moved over here. Yeah, I
0: mean, this is definitely different than Brooklyn.
1: A little different. A I went from living on a house on top of a house, you know, can't park your car in front of your house, can't find a spot, to having a log home How on seven you, acres. Yeah, double, <laughs> uh, double
0: parking. Double parking yeah. for three hours at a yeah. time, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> I, so the pizza here, obviously, is Brooklyn style. Brooklyn style. How do you make it Brooklyn style? Because I heard it's the water. Ah. Uh,
1: I don't know. I think that's kind of a fallacy. Yeah. Everyone thinks it's the water. I mean, the water from Brooklyn actually comes from the Catskills, comes down from the Hudson River. So, okay. So, so how would your guys?
0: How is your guys Brooklyn
1: Brooklyn style? It's a hand-tossed pizza. It's hand-stretched. You spin it, nice and thin, crispy on the bottom, light crunch.
0: Nice. And so you've seen my pictures of my pizza. Sad. Yeah, they're not good. It's sad. What? So what am I missing? (laughs) What would be some uh, recommendations that you have for my pizza? You have to get a better dough. Better dough? Better dough. All right. So I buy the dough straight from Stop and Shop. That's like the ready-made dough. So yeah. where, where can I get some good dough? Or you do probably do I get I it from a local it? pizzeria. He'd probably give it to you. Yeah? Just. Yeah, little... I sell
1: a lot of dough. Yeah? A lot of guys up here will bake it on their own grills. Okay. Come in, I have a guy every Saturday who
0: comes in and gets six doughs for me. Wow. Huh. Yeah. I might be something because my yeah. I've been getting ripped on. Okay, I've been getting ripped on for my pizza. Like I've been <laughs> getting absolutely crushed on Twitter. Well, at least I'm trying. I've been
1: nice. I've, I just look at it and laugh.
0: Yeah, well, that's the thing. It's like <laughs> you know, Dean's like, "Oh, good try," and everyone's like, "The pizza sucks." <laughs> I'm like, "Oh my god, you guys are so mean to me." Um, you know, you guys the last couple of years, you know, not where you guys were when I was up here coaching, but I mean, it's still just you know why do you I guess you know be uh, doing this for 17 years kids are out what keeps you coming back every year
1: I still have fun with the kids it's a good exercise it's a mental break for me to get out of the pizza business and get away from here get on the ice with the kids is a lot of fun as long as we're having fun we still go
0: There it is. you know when I had
1: my kids everyone thought you know once my kids were done I'd quit yeah and I'm like no I still have fun (laughs) you know it's still great with the kids and it's funny because you know you get a freshman coming you don't know the kid at all but by the time he's a junior He's like one of yours, yeah. and you don't want to walk away on him and walk no. out on him. You kind of feel obligated to these kids, you know. Everyone's having a good time with it, so
0: it oh, keeps you true. going. It's exercise, yeah. keeps you young. Yeah, I mean, I said this on our show last week. I just came out of retirement to play right. ho- men's hockey. <laughs> there you go. Um, it's just about getting out on the ice. I, mean, the I ice. stink. I am slow i don't move i was actually me I, watched, too. <laughs> I, bought, I bought live barn the other day to like i was like i should probably have this for work watch I was yourself like, so i was like oh let me watch my game and i'm like i am moving really slow there you go me too <laughs> oh but in my head i'm flying yeah, like, exactly. the f- you know i'm yep. connor mcdavid out there and then i'm watching me and i'm like is this in slow motion i'm trying to like <laughs> speed it up a little bit but i mean really that's like the beauty of the game of hockey right it's, it's just great getting out there and Skating and having fun. Yeah, it's, I tell it,
1: it to the kids. You know, the records aren't great sometimes, and you, you know, but you don't play to win or lose. You play because you love
0: the game. So nope. just play. Yeah, have it, fun playing. It's a crazy combination. I don't know how many hockey coach slash pizza business guy there are. I mean, <laughs> yeah, you know, I think I found out that you you had this restaurant, um, this pizzeria. I think I think I covered you for like a year or whatever. And we were like talking. We both were from Brooklyn. Yeah. Like, yeah, I own this pizzeria up here. I'm like. know most coaches are like teachers and other stuff and I mean you got to be the only one in the state
1: probably (laughs) a little crazy but we go you know I I schedule my practices around my store like we'll we'll practice from 730 at night to 9 so I do the dinner rush fly out of here go to the rink do that fly back here close up make dough get out of here around midnight and do it all over again even a game sometimes like I'll fly out of here like 45 minutes before the game Mm. get to the game you know change downstairs like Superman you know (laughs) fly out of here and come back (laughs) You know, so it's back that. and forth.
0: How'd, how'd you get into pizza? I've been yeah. in the restaurant business
1: since I'm 14. Uh-huh. I worked in restaurants in Brooklyn, You know, busboy, waiter, bartender. I worked in a great Italian restaurant in Long Island called King Umberto's. Mm. And they kind of taught me everything. Nice. Phenomenal place in Elmont. Oh,
0: okay, awesome. It's
1: right about a mile from Belmont Racetrack. Uh-huh. Yep. There's so the New They're, Islander, they're cool online. Yeah. They actually have all their recipes online for all their dinners. Oh, and their okay. food is incredible. Wow. wow. I, yeah, I, we still stay in touch.
0: No, oh, that's that's awesome. I,
1: I actually met Muhammad Ali there. I got a picture of me and Muhammad Ali, Muhammad Ali on the wall. Really? From 1987. Kind of checked
0: that. I mean, just looking at the wall here, yeah. you got I mean, the corner that we're sitting, and you got all your old Hoosie teams, all the different jerseys, too. Can we talk about that? I mean, I, I'm still a fan of the baby blues.
1: Oh, yeah, we like the baby blues. I love the baby blues. <laughs> but,
0: I mean, how cool is this to have all this here? Because, look, if you haven't been up here, it's such a small community up here. and like. Yeah. You know, I, I still follow Willie Yan, the great Willie baseball player, great. who came out of this town, and uh, he was in—he was playing against the Hartford Yard Goats, and I—I yep. I, I was going anyway because like tickets are like dirt cheap, and you can go have a good time. And then Willie gets called up, so I'm like, "Oh, this is awesome!" And then I run into his mom and dad, who I still stay in contact with. Journey. And then all of a we'll sudden, she's like, "Oh, that's so and so, that's so and so, that's so," and literally two seconds, you're just full of Husitonic. Everybody bills. loves Willie. Yeah, well, great he, kid. He really is. But I mean, just this tight knit community. I mean, look at this—all these little league teams and stuff. I mean, how, how special is is living and coaching in an area like it's this? It's
1: great when, the, especially when the kids that you know you had them when they were seven, eight years old, and now they're done with college and they're out, and they come back here and they sit down and get a pizza with their friends from you know they bring in here from college, and they're showing showing them the pictures of themselves at eight years old, mm-hmm. you know, as, yeah. on the ice, and they're all laughing at themselves. <laughs> it, it's great. That's why I keep them up.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it, it, and then to have a place like this. Do you, do any of the players work here? I mean, I got to imagine a few of that them
1: do. They deliver for me.
0: <laughs> you know, makes it hard when I yell at them in the locker room, and we have to go right
1: back to work together. <laughs> you know, so but they get to eat a lot of pizza. So yeah, well, that's, yeah, that's, that's what good, I'm, I'm assuming.
0: Trade. Team dinners here, right?
1: Uh, we do it at the venue, or we we'll do it at someone's house, or they all just come in after practice and grab whatever they want. Mm-hmm. They take advantage of me. <laughs>
0: that's, all right, I, I mean, know. come on, they got a coach who wants a pizza. That's pretty awesome. There you go. <laughs> man
1: it's hard for the parents to get mad at me when they're eating for free. Yeah, so. there it is. <laughs> it's a way to keep some of cool. the parents happy. There it is. You know, your kid's not playing, but you're eating. Yeah, but, yeah. You know, free, free pizza. Exactly.
0: Right. <laughs> what, uh, you know, this, this team this year, you know, what stands out about this group? And, uh, you know, what's... It's a decent
1: know, group. You know, when you win or lose, people don't understand why, a lot of the reasons. Like, my top forward right now hasn't played yet. Mm. He's been on an academic uh, uh. disappointment. <laughs> So we get him back next week, which will be which will change our dynamics. Yeah. You know, you lose a top player like that, and everyone moves up a slot. Yep. So we're a little weaker. You know, another top forward I missed during the break for two weeks. He was away. You know, I'm actually going to miss him tonight. He was DQ'd in the last game. Uh-huh. So I missed him. So when you're missing two top forwards for like four games, that changes your dynamics on a yep. small team. You know, so but you know, you close the doors on one kid, you open the doors for someone else to step up, and you deal with it. Yeah, You know, so I, I think going forward, we have a good shot of making a nice little run. Mm-hmm. And we'll surprise a lot of people that, you know, look at our record and say, okay, they're an easy win, but we're not going to be.
0: Yeah, I mean, D3, I feel like every year D3's up. And I feel like every year the top teams lose early. They get upset, you know. In a tournament that is so wide open, I mean, is it just about getting better to the point where you just qualify to get in and, you know, try and be your best team in March?
1: Pretty much. It's nice to get a run in February where you're getting stronger and stronger and more confident. You know, your goalie's getting more confident, mm-hmm. and all it takes is a goalie to have a solid game. You can knock anybody out in this league. Right. You know, sure. I mean, I know Sheehan and Hall are looking really strong. Yeah. You know, they're probably the two strongest, I think, in the division. So, it'll be interesting. Yeah, Sheen's
0: yeah. got a lot of scoring back from last year's team. Replaced a lot on D, new goalie. Mm. But it just when you look at D3, it's just so wide open. Wide open. And, you, and even yeah, with some know. of
1: the D2 teams, you look at that, you know, D3 teams can play against D2s. D2s yeah. can play against D1s now. Yeah. yeah the, I mean, the, Sheen, the balance Sheen,
0: Sheen beat Immaculate. Yep. Which, is, you know so. which was
1: awesome. For them, at least. Yeah. <laughs> Not so much you for Immaculate. Funny. You're dealing with high school kids. Sometimes they work hard, That's sometimes said. they don't. Yeah. You know, you give 100% effort, and the whole game changes. Yeah. So, you guys have a lot of long bus rides.
0: <laughs> a, lot a lot of long, lot bus, of long rides. bus ride. You guys are going down to, we're, we're recording this on Wednesday. Um, you guys are going down to play JBWA. What's a bus ride like with this team that you guys are in the on the because buses obviously are slower than cars and oh, yeah, have to by different laws on the road? I mean, it's got to be a two plus hour bus ride sometimes with mm.
1: Norwalk's uh, was a long one, uh, Woodstock's over two hours, oh, Con College is over two hours. Mm. I just zone them out, no, yeah, just zone them out. Really? They're what? having their conversation and I just blank it out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even bother getting involved with it, I just let it go. I used to yell a lot, a guy stopped, but. Doesn't do any good, so.
0: Well, what do the kids do? Like, they're just listening to music. They listen to
1: music. They talk to each other. They, you know, they build their relationships. Mm. They have fun. That's got to be a benefit,
0: though, right? I mean, that's extra time that these guys have together to, like you said, build relationships. They
1: do. They have great times. And and I tell that to the parents a lot. You know, your kid might not be playing, but look at the big picture. The fun, the relationship, the friendships that they're making on the bus rides, eating in the restaurants after the games. We always stop to eat on the way home. You know, you don't realize even after a loss, they're hysterical laughing in the
0: rest of them are mm-hmm. on the bus on the way home and goofing around. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'm aggravated in the front that we lost, <laughs> but they're having a great time. Yeah, I mean, you you had some great players come through this program. At one point, obviously, we talked about your son Jason. You had your older son too. I'm thinking of like names like Finn Finn Banbury, ben just Barry.
1: committed to Western New England. Did he? Awesome. So he'll be playing in the Commonwealth Conference next year. Oh, good for him. Son. Oh, that's awesome.
0: Yeah.
1: And Eric Chin, if Eric I remember, Chin did great for us. He he played a little club hockey up at Harvard.
0: Yeah, that's right. He's smart. Yeah, he kid, just graduated. Oh, he's a genius. Wow. Yeah,
1: that kid's off the charts. <laughs> you know, he just graduated awesome. from Harvard. Um, he's up in Boston, I think, right mm-hmm. now. I heard those, see those; those are all names that I remember. Yeah. Eric Jim was a good player. Oh. We had some good players over the years. Uh, James Huffton was one of my seniors. Yep. He's graduating from um, Central Connecticut now. Mm-hmm. He played four years there. Nice. He's doing really well. Nice. And I got a lot of young kids now that are playing uh, in the ACHA. Jack awesome. McQuale was playing down at Elon. Wow. Uh, Eli Johnson played for me last year. Surprised me. He's playing down in Western Connecticut, which is nice, nice to see. Yeah, uh, one of my other captains from last year, Owen Byrne, just uh, went down to the University of Tampa. Hmm. You know, so he's looking to play next year for them. So oh. it's nice to see that these kids want to keep playing. Yeah, it's Great. pretty.
0: Yeah. incredible. I mean, there are so many different avenues to play hockey, but it's nice to see coming from a small area like this, a Division three school, yep. multiple co op that these kids are still wanting to play. And that's well. a nice
1: thing. You feel as a coach that if they loved it that much in high school and they want to keep playing, then you did something right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, you didn't upset them that much, but they never <laughs> want to put their skates on again. You know? So True. it's a nice
0: feeling. Yeah. yeah. I mean, just so what – so obviously we're at the midway point Are you guys. what? What is going to be the, um, the goal now, the back part of the season, try to qualify for this D3 tournament, and then, you know, how do you guys get there?
1: My main thing is now we're trying to uh, – encourage the kids to shoot more. They have a t- Some of the kids have a tendency that, you know, they want to dangle through someone's legs and get as close to the goalie as possible, and they don't get the shots off. So now we're kind of demanding that they have to have at least 27 shots a game. We're looking for nine a period, and if they don't make that number, they're gonna start doing suicides. <laughs> so it's funny, like, you know, we did it the last game against Suffield, and every shot, even if it wasn't on net, they're looking at us on the bench, does that count? Like, guys, (laughs) it's got to be at least close to the net. (laughs) (laughs) You know, you just – I mean, that's all they were worried about. But, you know, they ended up putting the 27 shots on against Suffield, and we got four goals out of it and a win. So hopefully that translates, that shoot more, score more.
0: I mean, Mm. that is definitely a huge benefit. So back to your Brooklyn roots. How did a guy from Brooklyn get into hockey? Moving up
1: here, you know, my kids when they were – my older boys when they were young in kindergarten, they signed up for youth hockey, and I got asked to help coach. (laughs) And I was like, what? I'm from Brooklyn. You know, I played roller hockey and, and, you know, growing up in the streets of Brooklyn, but nothing organized like that. And I'm like, I can't coach these kids. But little by little, you learn with the kids, and you get on the ice, and you start reading and watching and learning and educating yourself. It's a constant
0: education. Yep. So the first time you were on skates, how old were you, if you don't mind me asking?
1: Well, I skated when I was younger a few times, but nothing seriously. you know. But when I first started up here, I had to be, let's see, my – Oldest son had to be 7. That brings me back to 96, 95. Wow. So I was
0: in my 30s. Wow, good for you. I mean, I, th- I thought I joined late. I started nope. playing when I was 14. Yeah, 32. Wow.
1: Then, when I, started, were- then I started playing men's league. <laughs> my first time out in men's league, I think I wore a football, football jersey. Denver Broncos, John Elway. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> it was
0: pretty comical. <laughs> When when you were learning, when you you were working on coaching, what were were some of the biggest resources that you had that you you looked to?
1: Back then, you know, uh, we had some assistant coaches from Hotchkiss help us out. Their kids were on the team, and I would talk to them about what we need to work on. And then uh, a few of them allowed me to come watch their prep school practices. So I did that. I would start watching their practices and Mm -hmm. what they were working on. You know, and I bought a lot of books, coaching books. I'm a big fan of Scotty Bowman. Yeah. You look at it, people say, you know, well, you never played. How could you coach? Well, mm-hmm. Scotty Bowman, you know, what did he play? You know, he didn't get yeah, past junior B's in Canada. Yep. You know, he started coaching as an 18, 19-year-old guy coaching Bantams. Yep. And look what he's accomplished. Yeah, he's pretty good. Yeah, pretty good. <laughs> you know, he became a student of the game. He understood every yeah. position. And I don't think he ever favorite forwards or defensemen or goalies. I mm-hmm. think he just, you know, focused on the whole game. You know, what you need to do, learning
0: everything. So that's what I try to do,
1: right.
0: You know. So we're here at Dino's Pizzeria. Um, what, what's the favorite on the menu? What's the go-to? What's the popular item that people You got to try, know? of course, the plain
1: cheese. If you want to judge a pizzeria, yeah. you got to go for plain cheese. Yes. That's that, See, that, that's my
0: – my, uh, I get people all the time, like, talking, like, New Haven pizza. Right. And they're like, well, bar is number two because they have the best mashed potato bacon. No, no, no. That's, that's not, not, not how you judge a pizzeria. That's food on bread. Yeah. You judge – the pizzeria on their cheese slice that Mm -hmm. sets the tone for everything everything. without a doubt so you're gonna have
1: to try that okay then the big sellers are the meatball lasagna that i make Mm -hmm. uh, barbecue
0: chicken and the chicken bacon ranch chicken bacon ranch i love ranch i don't know if you guys are
1: ready for four slices each if you could do that but (laughs) maybe (laughs) maybe
0: maybe so (laughs) you're gonna have to sample (laughs) yeah i i very okay with that um what's the reception been though in this area i mean having the pizzeria and stuff like You know, when people talk pizza in Connecticut, obviously it's New Haven, it's Bar, it's Sally's, it's Pepe's, it's modern. Now, I'm a modern guy personally, but, I mean, this is obviously your different style than going down the block in Ansonia and grabbing a slice, right?
1: I've had a lot of people up here from New Haven that work up here doing the roads in the summer, and they put me above all the New Haven pizzas. Mm -hmm. Really?
0: Yep. I'm excited. I'm excited to give it a try. Well, Mike, you got anything? You're good. Coach? Thank you so much for allowing us to be here. This was a long time in the making. I'm glad mm-hmm. we came up. I'm glad we made the trip. Coach Dean Diamond, thank you so much for having us, and we're going to go my try p- some pizza. My pleasure, man. Thanks for having
1: me. I appreciate the thought that, that you come up here to focus on a Housatonic High School coach. Uh, you, you, know? you know I love Hoosie. So, you know, it's a great job. It's fun to do it, and it's great watching you guys on Twitter and everything you guys do for these kids. <laughs> You know, these kids back in the day didn't have this. And what you do for them and bring their names out on the front page is great. So we thank
0: you. Absolutely. Thank you so Uh, much, Judge. Appreciate it. Thank you. Bye-bye.